So, yeah, first off, um, thank you all for coming. And it's nice to have some people to practice with. I feel like this supports my practice as well as I support your practice. Um, so if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't be meditating tonight. So it's kind of like we're helping each other to kind of come to the space. Um, more and more I'm seeing the need for meditation in the world, in our society. It seems like people were getting kind of busier and busier, we're getting stressed out, we're having a lot of anxiety. We don't necessarily how to know how to deal with our emotions as well. We don't have many good role models for that. Um, so we're often very reactive, um, fight or flight mode a lot, right? Something's not right, we try to get away from it or we try to fight against it, very reactive. You see this like on Facebook and stuff now too, everyone's just like conflicts everywhere. I listened to NPR on the way over here, right? It's just conflicts all the time. And generally speaking, people are starting to have the feeling like something's missing or they need something else. Um, that's why now wellness programs are popping up in all these office places and on university campuses and even hospitals have it, right? Like, so I teach at Blue Cross and they have now like a wellness area. So everyone's kind of seeing the need for this. But, um, you know, what this is, it has many different faces, I guess we could say. And that's simply because everybody needs a little bit of a different way into it, but into the same place. I'll say it like that. So um, just for starters, really basically, when I went into the monastery myself, I um, was very anxious. I felt very lost. I was very restless. I had a lot of anger and a lot of different feelings that I didn't even know that I had. Uh, they were just kind of pushed down and zipped up. And I would say that my life was a pretty big mess at that time. And over the course of my eight years there, um, through this practice of really being forced to just be present, to be with myself, to be with whatever feelings were coming, whatever situations I was in, I had to start softening. I had to start letting go. I started to accept things. I stopped pushing things away and I realized, you know, if, it's like a dog chasing its tail. It's, you know, if there's a feeling that I have and I try to push that feeling away, it's not going anywhere. It's still connected to me. So, you know, I'm just walking around pushing everything away, but it's connected. So there's nowhere for it to go. Um, you can't run away from yourself because you are yourself. Right? So I, over time, just got better at being present with myself and that also required working through things. Um, looking deeper if I would feel fear, if I would feel anxiety, if I would feel anger, if I'd feel sadness. Trying to understand what is, what is the cause of this? Where is it coming from? How am I reacting and responding with it versus you know, understanding it and kind of transforming it? So the more that I practiced this and the more that I felt myself starting to become more relaxed, more peaceful, more, you know, I don't want to use the word wise, but I started to understand myself and see other people more clearly as well. Um, I started to see that this is something that's really beneficial and possible for everybody. Um, we all have a human mind inside of a body. If you need to lay down already, you can, it's no problem. Um, 
that we all have these human minds inside of these bodies. These bodies all are similar, right? Um, they're all aging. We're all getting older. We have to eat. We need the bathroom. We need to breathe. We need to sleep. Uh, we have sickness. We have pain. And then eventually the body expires, right? And then we have these minds, all of us. And these minds have these thoughts. They have emotions. They have perceptions. They have beliefs. And we are kind of, it seems like sometimes we're in control of those things, but often those things are actually in control of us. Um, I have a bumper sticker on my car outside. It says, don't believe everything you think, right? Because sometimes we're just lost in these thoughts and we're just believing the thoughts. We're just nodding along as the thoughts are going crazy and they're spinning and they're saying all the stuff in our ear. And we're like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. But why is our thought right? How do you know that that thought's right? You know, um, we're very quick to believe ourselves and to identify things instead of really just taking space and looking more closely. So people that I've led through this class, but I mean, I've led thousands of people in meditation, I can say, over the last decade. Um, whether it's someone's first time trying it or whether they've been doing it for a long time, um, kind of across the board, it's about kind of this peacefulness, this relaxation, this presence, this kind of softening, this unwinding. You know, when I do it in a classroom full of kids and they meditate for the first time, they all kind of come out of it afterwards and they're like, whoa, you know, what was that? Um, I've done a meditation at, you know, senior centers and I've had a, you know, a woman afterwards. She said, you know, I'm, you know, 87 years old and this is the first time I've ever had a still mind, you know. So it's kind of like just, you know, when you hear that, it's kind of, wow. Um, and then I have people like these guys that have come to many classes and I can kind of watch people over time that it starts to, people just start to get more centered, more grounded. It starts to deepen. Like I said, when I started the last class cycle, um, we sat for like 15 minutes or something like this, like 15 minute meditation and just kind of very gentle. And then by the end, we did even like 50 minutes, right? And it was kind of this session where we just went for it. And the whole room was able to hold that energy. And you could see that just people were getting more and more and more comfortable with learning how to just be and be with it. And what's also important to know for meditation, and I'll talk a lot. So over the course of these five weeks, you'll get a lot of good information from me. Um, meditation, it's definitely the path towards being kind of, we say in Buddhism, like free from suffering, but it's the path towards peace. But to get to peace, you have to go through a lot of stuff that's not very peaceful. There's going to be the busyness of the mind. There's going to be the internal struggles. There's going to be the resistance. There's going to be panic. There's going to be doubt. Yeah, there's going to be all of these different things that arise in the mind. And you slowly over time will learn how to deal with each one of them. Yeah, slowly over time, you can even start to recognize things come up. Oh, that's just doubt. Oh, I'm just judging myself again. Yeah, oh, I'm just restless. Oh, it's this. So we really start to learn how to manage and work with our own minds. And again, this is really important because usually our minds are in control of us. Everyone's kind of out of control. And through this practice, you really learn how to get back in control. Yeah, and that's really important because otherwise you're just, you know, you're on fire. You know, you can't put it out. So, um, you know, I've never met somebody who's what I would call a 
an experienced meditator or someone who's been practicing or is practicing meditation, <clears throat> that's getting more and more angry or more and more tight. You know, it's, it's, it's only the people actually that, and I'll say this, that don't know how to meditate that bring, um, I, I knew a monk and he went off to Burma to meditate and he came back and he was super stressed out after like a couple months. And we were like, how are you more stressed? Like he was like, how are you more tightly wound after sitting in the jungle meditating? And he's like, yeah, you know, they said that there's supposed to be like this peace and this light. So I sat there and I kept trying to see a light and I was breathing and I couldn't see the light and I was getting so frustrated and I kept pushing myself and pushing myself, you know, and he, we meditate because we create so much stress in our lives. We meditate because we're pushing ourselves too much, right? Meditation is the way to relax and to let go of that stuff. And here's somebody that instead of realizing that he took those same mechanisms into the meditation. And he said, if I just push hard enough, I should get it. Right. And that's almost like saying, if I can tense my body up enough, it'll relax. And it's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. If you want to relax, relax. So, the practice of meditation, I, I often call it the practice of contentment because you learn how to kind of just be present and you learn how to feel good just being present. So meditation also is something that should feel good. Yeah, it has to, in fact, feel good for it to even do anything. So it's a feeling process as well. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. But meditation, there's a lot of feeling involved. It has to feel good. When something feels good, the mind happily remains there. If something doesn't feel good, the mind tries to escape. So we have to start to learn how to allow things to feel good, to open up, to relax, things like this. Yeah. Um, was there another question? I, forget. I feel like there was one question that I didn't. The time. Oh, okay. Time, right. So in the monastery every day, we meditated at 5 in the morning until, you know, whatever, 5.30 or 6. And... Um, then at night also. I was actually reflecting on this today. So I also am an energy healer. So I was giving an energy healing today. And as I was driving back from that in the car, it was like 2.30. Uh, I was getting really kind of groggy and tired. And I remember that I had heard a whole podcast about this. And they talked about the human biorhythm and how during the day, right in the morning, we're very awake and kind of up to 10 o'clock and then even like lunchtime. And then from lunchtime, the biorhythm drops. And then everyone's kind of like out of it and a little bit grumpy and a little bit irritated and like lethargic. And then it kind of picks up again, you know, around this time, I feel. Starts to slowly pick up again and then it kind of levels off. Um, and, you know, because I was in the car and I was feeling that. And then I said, oh, it's not just me. This is what, it, again, this human body gets drowsy at this time of the day. Um, so... When I did longer-term retreats, I really started noticing my cycles, and I would try to sit at times that made the most sense for me. Um, when you first wake up is awesome. If you are a morning person, some people like to start their day off and do. If you can wake up and just go and sit for 10 minutes before you do anything for the day, that's amazing. Um, I'm not a morning person. So when I was on retreat, I found my best meditations were at like 10 in the morning or at 7 at night until 1 in the morning. 
So I'm more of a night guy. So I, I like when the whole world goes to sleep, that's when I wake up. And everything's already naturally silent and the mind is turned inward. So when I was on retreat, I would often kind of lollygag during the day. And then I would use the nights and try to meditate through the nights because that's when I found things really got good for me. So I would say that that's a, a personal kind of thing to experience for yourself. Um, but especially when you're just starting to learn to meditate, when you're just getting into it, it's definitely good to try to have some kind of routine, like for instance, a class where you come once a week to sit. That's how I started meditating, just once a week for 10 minutes. Um, so you guys that are just beginning, this is, you're getting better than I got when I began. I just sat by myself. You have a whole class, right? Um, so yeah, just starting like that and then hopefully you'll make a positive experience with it so that you'll want to practice more. Um, again, it's not something that you should be doing, right? Don't hit yourself over the head with the should stick. It's more that you keep doing it because it feels good. You'll start to feel good when you meditate. And there'll then just be times where you say, oh, I really want to meditate right now. You'll just be called, drawn to do it because it feels good. So for today's class or today's session, um, specifically I want to give the impulse about meditation, um, being a way to become present and to start to just soften to your experience. Okay. Do you guys know what I mean when I say to soften to your experience? Does that make sense or a little bit? So to soften to your experience, like, so, okay, so after I got home from this energy healing, I, it was an hour in the car, I hadn't eaten yet, I get home, pounding headache, okay, I was like a pounding headache, and I lay down in my bed and I had a pounding headache, and I just opened up and tried just to feel the headache. Um, you know, my girlfriend has aspirin on the bed. I was like, I don't, you know, want medicine. I just want to see what I can do just like this. And I just went into that throbbing pain in my head. I went into it and I could feel it. I could actually then feel the veins kind of pulsing in the back of my head. And I just went into that and I just relaxed and just tried to be with it on a very basic level of not resisting it, not even calling it pain, just feeling that sensation. And it completely transformed the, um, the experience into a way that it was just feeling this weird thing in my head pulsing, and that was it. And then I felt my stomach tightening up, and my stomach then was the feeling of resistance, right? That almost my body was tightening up and feeling really uncomfortable, so then I was trying to get away from the feeling in my head. Um, but when we start taking a step towards the things that make us feel uncomfortable sometimes, that's what I mean by softening, right? It's like if you're driving the car and the person uh, cuts you off in traffic, yeah? And you could just freak out and yell at that guy and do whatever, you know? Or you can just soften, you can just be with that experience, let yourself feel it a little bit more. And then you say, oh, okay, you know, what that person did was not okay, it startled me, it made me feel afraid, it made me feel unsafe. My anger, it's actually just that I feel unsafe, right? So instead of yelling at that guy, you just recognize, oh, that made me feel unsafe and that was dangerous for that person to do. Yeah, and it's starting to kind of come back and own your feelings and also realize we have choices. We don't always have to just react and be reactive. We can start to just learn to breathe and to be with things. 
Yeah, and this starts to build the muscle of forbearance in us and also builds up patience in us. But patience meaning that we learn just to be okay with whatever's going on in each moment. Yeah, and also um, if you think of like a pendulum and one side is wanting and one side is not wanting, you could probably watch your mind all day long swinging between these two sides. Um, so all day long, either we want something, right? I, I want to eat this, I want to go to this place, I want to talk to that person, or I want to feel successful, or I want to feel loved or important, right? Or I want to feel hot, or I want to feel colder, or I want to shower, or I want to do this, I want to do this. That we just want, you could pretty much go through your whole day just want after want after want after want. Or on the other side of things, there's the, uh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to go there, I don't want to be feeling like this, um, I don't want pickles on my hamburger, you know, whatever the, the not wanting, yeah? Um, it's too hot, I don't want to be, fe this feels muggy, I don't want to feel like this, I want to feel cool, right? Oh, I'm really bored, I don't want to feel bored. Oh, I have a pain in my leg, I don't want to feel the pain in my leg, right? The not wanting, and if you watch your mind, often just goes between wanting something and not wanting something. And that's part of what keeps your mind irritated and agitated and kind of always on alert. If we learn to start to just relax that, and if we want something, we just say, you know, it's okay, I'll just be happy right here, There's, I have enough. And then if we don't want something, we say, it's okay, I, I'll, I'm fine with that here, it's fine. So we start to accept the things that are here that we don't like, and we also start to accept the things we don't have that we want. So we just accept both, both ends of that kind of spectrum, and it allows us to start to relax and feel more peaceful. Okay? So for our sit today, we're going to try that. Whatever comes up, whatever we think, whatever we feel, whatever's going on, just try to be with it, to breathe, to not be so reactive to anything, to not believe all the thoughts that are going through just to allow yourself to kind of just settle and we'll see kind of what happens, okay? So I'll lead now a guided meditation together and um, yeah, we'll give it a shot. 